FM 88.1. Turbulence. 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 Island Park. Run Detroit Radio. What's up, y'all? You know you are tuned in to 88.1 right now. It's the plug of radio. What's up here? It's your girl, D-Dub. Hey, Keys. What's up? You missed me. No. He did, y'all. He be acting fake. How? So, first of all, I thought I was supposed to be here yesterday. So, I was excited. I don't know why. Mm. Don't do that. I don't know why. I was happy to see you, Keys. Happy to see you, too. Man. I should have let you come up here. I'm so... <laughs> the more that you... when As soon as you mentioned that, I immediately got mad at myself. Like, damn, I should have <laughs> let her just come up here. I'm so glad that you wrote me back because Damn. I was literally about to be here. So. I should have did that. I'm definitely with it. All right, topic of the day each and every week. So today I want to know, we go on music. Do you mess with the old school era more or new school music? I want to know as far as rap, R&B, all the way down. Old school or new school, what you rocking with more? Call us right now at 313-868-0331. 313-868-0331. All right, so you already know Black China has been going through court proceedings with Rob and Nayla's situation or whatever the case. So it seems like um, the Kardashian slash Jenner family reportedly files a court motion, motion to have Black China's $140 million lawsuit dismissed. Basically, um, they themselves as well as other um witnesses testified to a lot of different things as far as domestic assault on black china's behalf mm -hmm. <laughs> like girl for one they claimed she was drunk a majority of the time so mm -hmm. of course that's where a lot of the anger comes from mm -hmm. but um being around people you don't really care for that's just one thing and I already knew from jump, and I'm not to be a hater or nothing like that, but when this situation took place, in the very beginning, they was happy and in love and all that stuff, I already knew. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it wasn't going to be that. Not because of either side, but just them together. It wasn't it for me. It's just like, that's not really even a connection. It's just, I don't even know how they cross. I mean, I guess I could kind of understand, but still. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm, that's just not even nothing I seen happening to begin with. So I already knew that was going to go left. So, and Black China is the, it's not like the Kardashians don't like black women, but Black China is the kind of black women they don't like. Mm -hmm. So for you to date their little brother, it's really like, yeah, he already don't got nothing. You trying to take some more? <laughs> Nah, he don't got nothing. He's a Kardashian. I mean, I'm just saying, he don't have nothing himself to show for. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, that's why they testifying and fighting so hard, because they the ones going to have to pay the money. Mm-hmm. Most likely. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how y'all let her get that deep in there. And you said it's not like they don't like black women. I don't think they like y'all, actually. I ain't going to lie to you. They like black. They love black men. We know that. Definitely. So, I don't know, man. But, um, chill. I was about to lie. She about to get cooked in court. Like, we, they got two. I'm pretty sure they got every lawyer available mm -hmm. at their disposal to get rid of Black China. And as she say, she ain't got the money. <laughs> so, it's about to be up for her. I'm still alive. <laughs> you died? <laughs> no. I did a little reels this morning. I'll show you in a minute. It's oh, funny, Lord. But yeah, I'm still here. 
So, I'm super excited. Chris Brown and Lil Baby just announced a tour called One of Them Ones, um, presented by Rolling Loud. So, they have um, from July 15th through August 27th. That'd be all the way from Vegas to Virginia. They come to Michigan, of course. So, mm. mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what that's like. You trying to go? Of course I am. Of I told you, that's oh big. Don't play with me. Yeah, I, I need to see him up close and personal. I guess so. I feel it. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. That's okay, though. It's getting kind of cold for Chris out here, ain't it? I mean, he white-skinned it. What? What? What that got to do with what I just said? What you mean by cold? Like, music-wise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I what thought you meant something else. <laughs> what is Doug talking about? <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, my Lord. Don't mind me. Because what's the last album he dropped? Because he from that album era, so what? Oh, he working on something. Uh. You already know when he go missing, it's about to be a whole project dropped. And then, what his last album had, dang near like 40 songs. Exactly. That's the one that had R. Kelly on it, ain't it? Um, think so. A couple people. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. See, that was a long. That was a while ago. Good little minute. Okay. I feel it. Little baby on there, so. That's what's up. <laughs> Talk about so. Yeah, that's who niggas going to see for real. Mm, okay. If you think so. Ain't nobody going to see Chris sing. Well, sing I am. Um, okay. But excuse me, miss. I'm tired of hearing that. <laughs> Stop singing that. <laughs> that's the everybody go to. What I know you that's mean? the only Chris Brown song I like. I ain't gonna lie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Wow, that is so. Oh, I just want to bunch you. That belong to him. That's the I, only song all the I songs like. He got that's really? his. Yeah. Oh my god. I do not like Chris Brown. He's a great preacher, though. And he can sing his ass off. He can dance too. I just don't like the music he decides to make. Okay, so former Making the Band star Chopper was recently arrested earlier this month in Maryland on sex trafficking charges. Um, a law enforcement actually accused him of being a pimp. So it claims that he was set up by an undercover cop um, in Nevada who posed as a sex worker and alleged that Chopper messaged them through social media with an opportunity to make money through prostitution, of course. Um, the undercover officer also claimed that she's seen several posts on his account allegedly relating to pimping and prostitution as well. So, mm -hmm. um, he has not been sentenced just yet or anything like that. No bond set, nothing like that. So, we're going to keep you all posted. Pimps, stop trying to re-rock pimping. Just do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, like, I get it. I get social media like, what the hell? is here, you know what I mean? But make a fake page or something. Like, why you on, you just on your page. Like, it ain't nothing. Like, ain't nobody gonna speak on there to say nothing. Even if it wasn't an undercover cop at the end of the day. Like, come on now. Y'all gotta do better. Sir, y'all gotta serve hand-to-hand, -hand, all right? I don't even, how do you spit game through a message? I gotta verbally talk my talk. I don't know how niggas can, ver can verbalize they macking through That's DMing. the lazy hustle. That's, that's why. That's crazy. That's a lazy hustle. Oh, and that's how you get caught up. That's you crazy. a paper trail. You talking to somebody they can't they can't say nothing over a verbal in the counter. Right. You can't. That's your word against you. So what you gonna say? He told me. No. 
don't work like that. So, therefore, mm. fellas, this is what you do. <laughs> spring break. Go down to Miami. Some of you know spring break. For the little weekend. When that Monday hit, whoever's still there Monday, probably stuck. Them the ones you can get. Because <laughs> they down a little bit bad right now. Because mm. if everybody else is gone and they still around, yeah. You could probably get. You could probably talk to them real quick. Mm, Put them on straw. Help them out real fast. Like so, what you can do is, I mean, yeah, just go a different route. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, him like miss you've been out the here drugs all weekend. And stuff like that. Y'all gotta be more careful. You know Please. What I mean? Even though certain stuff is legal, y'all just be out in the open with it. Like y'all just don't care. Like come catch me, copper. Put you can still sell stuff. legal stuff illegally. No. All legal mean is that the government get a piece. That's all that means. My point exactly, and they gonna want their piece. Yeah. Niggas sell cigarettes Which illegally. That's why they mess with you. They sell more than cigarettes illegally. Liquor, come on now. They got, you got a mask for everything. <laughs> just be honest. Yeah, man, just hustle right, y'all. That's why other people be getting caught. Y'all be in the same lane and I get that and y'all be feeling like y'all doing what y'all doing because you know what you're doing personally right mm -hmm. but all you need is one dumb person to raise a red flag for anything similar to watch and you getting caught too don't matter what you did the next dummy same thing with driving you gotta drive for other people so when you in that lane you, you still gotta be more careful more cautious yeah I don't know how niggas especially like back in the day Niggas will be like king pins and stuff, and then like have all the like for long periods of time, and have like employees. Mm -hmm. I'm like, one of y'all niggas is. I tell them niggas, all right, one of y'all is gonna snitch. I already know who it is. I don't know. Mm -hmm. If I thought you, I knew you wouldn't be in this room, right? But one of you is gonna snitch. So but what see, I gotta do is get and, out before you snitch. And majority of the time, they do. You know, what I mean, they get in that situation, mm -hmm. and um. More or less, it's like they know. Mm -hmm. When they do find out, though, it's eliminated right then. But you got to be quicker than the cops. That's the only thing. Because, of course, you already know. when they Once they didn't talk to them, then they come up missing. They already know what they did. But if they can't prove it, it's still nothing. But, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, we still we got hints. Nah. So it just be the stupid stuff. And that's why I always said, I don't understand that. I mean, I get why they have to do it. But... It's like they know you did it, regardless of the fact, because clearly this person just spoke with the cops. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then a day or two later, now he's dead. Ain't nobody retarded or stupid. So you, I don't trust niggas, man, mm -hmm. especially in that. That's what I say. I tell people that a lot of the times. I feel like a lot of people um, do business with their friends or certain people in a situation where it's somebody more successful in the group and like they say, put me on, whatever the case. But even in the same sense, sometimes y'all do business together and you can do everything from step one and it might be seven steps and up to six, you do the right thing. But then when it comes to seven, as far as like investing or something like that, a lot of people will make money and then jack off their money 
Mm-hmm. And then the next time it's time to make money, you don't have no money to invest. So therefore, you not breaking even. You ba- well basically breaking even instead mm-hmm. of you actually making a profit because you chose to do what you chose to do with your money, and I did something differently. So either way it go, just because you give somebody the method and you know what I mean put paper in, in their hand, all this other type of stuff, you can't necessarily make them be successful because they have a different mindset. So they might choose to make a different route or choose different, you know, decisions furthermore after the process is done. So mm-hmm. that's the whole reason that I tell people necessarily not to do business with their friends because of the simple fact of even at a certain point, people become envious of you just because mm-hmm. of what you have or what you're doing or different things like that. And, you know what I mean? I just feel like you have to have an understanding. And if you can't be understanding of that, then you ain't my homie or my friend, whatever you want to say. That's just how I look at it. Because in certain situations, like, I have the hiring power at both my jobs. I could down there bring anybody in, train them, and they can start working today. But... It's just like certain people I already know they work. They like, girl, I talk to you a lot of times. We go out the next morning. You don't want to go to work, so I'm not about to hire you somewhere where I'm be the one that's gonna have to probably cover your shift. Yo, but don't go to co work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So therefore, and I'm be the one to hear about it because they gonna be like, yo, home girl. You know what I mean? You the one brought her in. You hired mm-hmm. her. So therefore, it's the same thing, and I'm not gonna be the one. So right, you got to take proper precautions. I'm straight. You can't both be in here not working. That part. I feel it. Because I got a TikTok, so you got to be doing something. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, speaking of Doug's TikTok, she keep on mentioning in it, and I just not jumped on it, right? Doug do a lot of dancing. <laughs> you you know the people that dance but don't like dancing? Yeah. She wanted to. Okay, let me tell y'all. Like, <laughs> I can see it in her face. I, she don't want to do that. I dance. grew up cheering and dancing my whole life. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, so, God. it's like I got rhythm. It's. Just something to do the past time, though. When I be at work, I definitely do a lot of TikToks, a lot of reels. Because it's like, I don't know, right now, especially when it starts to warm up, the business kind of get a little slower a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, different things. People money slow up. So it just be something to do. But it's fun. You can't edit your TikToks before you post them? Yeah. How come you don't edit the part where you set the phone up? <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't care. Like, because you know I'm recording. Like, ain't nobody else here. I'm so tired of seeing Doug run back to get in position after setting the camera up. I'm sick of seeing that. Mm, that's the funnest part. That's so lazy. It's Niggas like, walking past and everything. It's like, let me see if I can get in position in this countdown before, I, you know what I mean, this little timely finishing. You know, that's all it be. That's funny. Okay, so... It's like, I never really want to go here, but your girl Meg recently did an interview <clears throat> with um, Gail King. Hate Gail King. And, um, yeah, she she be getting there, though. You know what I mean? She asked questions that people want to know. So You know the last interview she did? Was R. Kelly? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That man was, he fighting for his life. Don't play with him. <laughs> Why that's the only time you pop out to do an interview is when a black man is, is getting hit. Uh, I don't know. Yo, last name King. That's crazy. So, um, she did ask Meg if um, her and Tori had sexual relations. And she said, yeah. She said no. No, she said if uh, Tori and her friend had sexual relations, then she said yeah. Yeah, but she was talking about her 
herself into uh, her. Yeah, she lied. Yeah. I'm just going to say, now, you my baby, but I don't I don't feel like that's true. I just don't feel like that's true. Forget your feelings. It ain't true. I'm going to just say, I'm not listening, though, because I feel like they might have had a threesome. I don't feel like they had sex by themselves, though, because, to my knowledge, the best friend and Tori was messing with each other first. So, uh, therefore, um... I'm really confused now. Kylie spoke out, and she said that she did not want to testify because mm-hmm. when they left, like, when they were in the car, mm-hmm. they was leaving Kylie's house. So she don't want to be involved in it or whatever the case. Facts. But, you know, Kim all in that legal stuff. So mm-hmm. Kylie can understand she coming truth. So mm-hmm. I really won't. I'm I'm really thinking either side might subpoena her, depending on how the story actually went, mm-hmm. because that might be able to help the case because they're going to want to know where it stemmed from and where it started at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you, I'm well, you don't really have social media, but being on social media or whatever the case, it was a little pool party or whatever type joint at Kylie's place. Mm-hmm. So there was pictures and different things posted on Meg's story, Kylie's, you know, everybody's or whatever. So even some of the shade room posted the next day, you know what I mean? They was in the pool and everybody was real friendly. So mm-hmm. therefore, that's all I'm going to say. Tori was pushing P and then Queen City Girl <laughs> got mad or Hot Girl got mad, got in her feelings. And that's out of her character. So that looks bad if that comes out. Because y'all already down bad. Y'all down horrendous. So, but also in the interview, they did reveal that Meg's best friend actually instantly texted her manager and said that Tori shot Meg. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I'm going to tell you one of my other theories I came for. Okay. Okay. So, what I do feel like, no, I don't feel like he pulled out the gun, actually aimed it at her personally. Mm-hmm. I do think that he put it out, probably to scare her, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Meg's big girl. Mm-hmm. Tori's a little man. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm seeing. So, tussling might have got involved, and the gun got fired mm-hmm. between Tori and the best friend. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she wants to cover herself, but nobody really knew who did it. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, Meg just know she was shot, but, of course, not knowing where it came from. And then I don't think that it was actually, like, straight on. I think that it might have been, like, a ricochet, something like that, because mm-hmm. her damages wasn't that severe. Mm-hmm. So, that's just my theory. But, you know, I am be there. I'm no detective, and I'm just keep rolling so I get some more you know, insight, and as they keep giving their little pieces of evidence, then I'm just keep adding up what I need to. <laughs> I'm keep y'all posted. But topic of the day, I want to know: Is you rocking more old school music or no, uh, new school music? Which one? Call us right now: three one three eight six eight zero three three one. We going to a quick music break. We'll be right back. What's up? What's up? Y'all already know y'all are tuned in with the plug radio. So um. Check it out. Okay, so a California man was arrested for allegedly threatening Merriam-Webster over the definition of female. You said a man? 
34 years old. Mm-hmm. A regular man? Um, now that part they didn't release, of course. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he might have been mm-hmm. to be that upset. But he sent a series of messages to the company's office, several different um, offices in New York City as well as Springfield. And um, he claims that the definition should have been updated. Um, I don't, you know. Y'all updated something on y'all? What y'all update? I don't, I don't know. I still got the same parts. Oh, okay. Same everything. I don't know. I just feel like they, you know, it's it's just y'all going over overboard with the, you know. Mm-hmm. It's. <sighs> I feel like the the nigga side don't fight that hard. They fight hard, but not that hard. It's just chill. Like I mean, I'm not even. You know, certain things just like okay. You know, what I mean, you don't have to have a uh, place in everything. You know, what I mean, you know, it's just you, you. You know, mm-hmm. just be you. You don't have to be known or notified of in that category. So just chill out. You know, but everything. They be. Everything is not. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's just too much. Like, you just, they trying to sprinkle a little gay everywhere. And these cartoons is getting too much for me. You know what I mean? For these kids. Because that's allowing them to feel that they are a certain type of way earlier than what they supposed to even know. You know what I mean? To even be thinking about sexuality and things they need to. And we all know these kids of this generation pick up on a lot and sometimes too much. So, therefore, that's one of them things. Because they watch a lot of TV. They be on their tablets. They be on the phones and things like that. They know how to search. They know how to click up. They know how to pick up YouTube. I mean, my nieces and nephews, guy kids, know how to go on Netflix and watch whatever they want to watch or even go to YouTube and if they can't type it in they know how to hit the microphone all that so therefore it's like it's very accessible so you just gotta watch you know I don't know man we was younger everything wasn't like hetero or gay niggas just grew up and that's what they was like I'm not a believer in like I was born gay Cause you don't know what a man, you don't even know what sex is, or like emotions, cause you don't know what knowing is yet, yeah. cause you're a baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can. You're born a certain way. I think you know a lot of niggas is raised around a lot of women or a lot of niggas, so they lean towards liking niggas and women, and like a piece of them kind of. They're so into it, they think that's what they is, and we got this thing where like. Gay people had it so bad where I think, like, a couple of them tried to, like, freak it a little bit, flip it. So, like, okay, so if I become a woman, then liking men ain't going to be as bad because I'm a woman. I'm already kind of, like, feminine anyway. So, you know, it will be partially more acceptable. Yeah. And, like, they spirit, they feel like that. 
And I don't think that that's as necessary. Just like, because you want to be a nigga that like niggas, like niggas then. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that ain't how this country works, so. It is what it is. It's like, mm, I don't know. I feel like certain things that were taught even, like, just growing up as a kid, period, from school to church to even at home, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was certain stuff that just was frowned upon at a certain type of time, a certain era, you know what I mean? And certain things were just like almost a tradition, I can say, you know? So, therefore, it was just like from um, you being a gentleman and holding kid, you know, holding the door for a woman or an elderly woman or, you know, anybody with kids or something like that. And um, even in the neighborhood, you know, the neighbors would see other kids playing. They looked out for the neighbor's kids and stuff like that. Your mama didn't mind your next-door neighbor yelling at you if you was doing something you weren't supposed to be doing. Nowadays, you yell at somebody's kid, they ready to fight you and y'all arguing and stuff like that, but they just, watch, you know, watching out. It's nothing like that because clearly you wasn't out there to see what the child was doing, so I caught it. You know, mm-hmm. so in certain things, in certain ways, generations have changed. So therefore, certain things that was taught was not the same. You was taught when you was growing up, men shouldn't hit women, you know, and that changed significantly. So it's just like a lot of different stuff that was, like I said, maybe almost a tradition for the elders and things like that. It didn't become normal or even familiar with us or for us to even be taught. And then I feel like that stemmed from, um, you know, like a lot of younger people having kids, too, because they weren't all all the way raised or properly raised. And then you have someone trying to raise a a kid. And like they say, you have a child raising a child sometimes. So when it's a, you know, a ripple effect or something like that, then, hey, what can you do? You know what's crazy? Niggas always been hitting on women. Mm-hmm. And niggas have always been gay. Like, the nigga in the church, like, the, the choir director, he was mm-hmm. always typically a gay nigga. That part. Like, in the old, old, down south, wooden up churches. Yeah. I just feel like it wasn't, like I said, it was frowned upon, but it wasn't as open as it is now, certain things. And even with you putting your hands on a woman, like, nowadays... Uh, a man that hit their girlfriend in front of their friends or whoever the hell is around don't care. But back then or whatever, they would try to do it behind closed doors or certain things. Put You put some makeup on or whatever the case. Girls just be walking around with a black eye now and it's like, okay, it's no sense of it. Or even just teaching men to not show emotion or that they have to be hard or this, this, and that. Like, if you cry or something like that, it makes you soft. I mean, at the end of the day, in certain situations, you don't have no choice but to cry. You lose somebody and things like that, you know. People can be stressed out or people can be overwhelmed. I don't feel like it fall for either sex or anything like that. Like, it's more or less on either person just because you're a man, you shouldn't be able to show emotion or anything like that. But a lot of men were taught that or to be able to take everything or even the financial aspect of it. So it's just certain things. Like I said, it was a traditional 
thing, and it was taught, you know what I mean, from generations growing up. So certain things changed. So you think it's because niggas are like, it's more in your face now? That's why niggas got such a problem with it? Yes. I feel like it's not even in, it's more or less that like it became more accessible because of social media and things like that. Because before, if you did have problems in your house or in your relationship or in certain things or whatever the case, people didn't necessarily see it because it was at home. When people would be out, of course, a lot of people had a mask on. Like I said, you might have had a black eye, but you had makeup over it. Mm -hmm. So certain things weren't able to even be seen, you know. But because of social media, when people are tended to be arguing or they not really happy in the relationship or some sometimes a lot of people tend to go to social media they make certain posts you know what i mean even with the celebrities that's how the shade room pick up on certain stuff they unfollow their spouse or they delete pictures and different stuff like that so therefore it's like even if you don't necessarily just give that information you still hint at it by doing certain things or whatever the case on social media, whereas then it's like, okay, you have no choice. Then you get to the point where it's like, okay, now they're going live, and I'm like, okay, well, we broke up because this, this, and that. But in the same sense, it was something that you was trying to keep, but your emotions got over you, so you was making posts and saying and speaking on how you felt. But, you know what I mean? It just was you expressing yourself, where if you was doing that just personally, nobody would know but the people that you wanted to, because you'd be talking to your friend or your best friend, your mother, whoever the case why you think that's not like enough no more? Um, I don't know. I feel like for some people it is enough. I don't feel like everybody overshares, but I feel like some people might that might be their only outlet. And some people don't have genuine relationships with people. So therefore social my social media might be the way that they express themselves or um I know people do it on an opinionated basis or whatever the case. They might feel like a situation. You know how speak people have spoke in a third person almost. Like, well, I have a friend, and they be talking about themselves in general, but they just want to get your insight by not ne necessarily letting you know that it's you, you know, mm -hmm. them or whatever. So that's the same sense where I feel like that might come from. You know what I mean? So... I mean, I don't feel like, like I said, it's not everybody, but to a sense, I feel like it's not enough mainly just because some people thrive off being a victim in some sense. And when you have a following basis or something like that and a person might follow you, they might not follow the other person that's on the other side of the situation. So, therefore, you get sympathy from your followers and stuff like that because they don't know the other half of the story. And we already know it's two sides to the story. So, in the same sense, he is getting sympathy from his side being whatever, if you know, maybe or whatever the case, because his friends know what they know. Mm -hmm. So... That's what I feel, too. It's almost like a pride thing or one to feel like um, valid, like your, the reasons that you feel are valid or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just want somebody to agree with you. And like you said, why it might not be enough? Because certain times when you have people that are close to you, they tend to tell you the truth. So I feel like people look for other people because Instagram might not know the full story. So therefore, you're going to have people that side with you 
n- you know, knowing that they don't really know nothing but what you post or what you are displaying. So the other people, meaning your family, your close friends or whatever the case, they know the truth or they know the real. So therefore, you're not really going to talk to them about this certain situation because they're like, girl, well, you went back to them 80 times. Like, what you expect? Mm-hmm. You know? So. Okay. I feel it. My opinion. <laughs> Y'all niggas just stop being weird, man. That part, too. Gotta solve a lot of issues. Y'all just stop being weird. Mm-hmm. Leave niggas alone. Mind your business. Um, my biggest pet peeve. Women, if y'all have a baby father, not even a baby daddy, if you have a baby father that is actually trying to be in the child's life, I get not yours, but the child's life. Let them be there. You know what I mean? I understand things did not work out with y'all, but y'all have to stop blaming these baby daddies for y'all insecurities or whatever it is that y'all do. Um, A young lady was locked up on yesterday, actually, for child abuse to her child. And um, I believe she's only like four months old or something like that. Um, One-year-old, I'm sorry. She's one. But she was seen slapping her across the face and everything like that. And in the video, she yelling, saying that, okay, your daddy want to post stuff on Instagram, but he don't want to answer the phone or call me back. So I've seen a lot of situations where people have had kids, even spite of somebody telling you they don't care to have kids and things like that. And Mm -hmm. then you end up spiting the child. And that's just so messed up to me because mm-hmm. of simple fact, like, they hate that the child look like the the father or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? And then it's like, y'all be evil to the child or y'all cause harm to them. And that's just totally freaking outrageous to me. But seeing that video just, like, brought me down. You know what I mean? And it's just so messed up that you as a parent or even as a person could do something like that to a child because you not getting your way. You know what I mean? And that's another sense where I say you have kids having kids. It's like you're not even a grown-up in a situation to be able to deal with a situation properly. So, therefore, leaving you with a child was stupid as heck anyways. Mm-hmm. But that all stems down to people having sex with people who they don't know. Y'all have sex with people, especially... Not even just having sex, but having sex to the point where you can get them pregnant. It's like, you need to know these people. Because of the simple fact of things like this, you don't know people's levels. You don't know how they are parented. You don't know what they views and their choices or their decisions is because mm-hmm. of the simple fact. Like, already when it's just you and a person in a relationship, y'all already making compromisations on certain things y'all might not agree on already. So when you bring in a child, you know what I mean, Y'all going to disagree on parenting things, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, as far as what they should eat, what they shouldn't eat, what they should watch, what they might not, you know, be able to watch what's their bedtime and different things like that. Mm -hmm. So y'all going to disagree on a lot of levels, and you know what I mean? So you have to be able to be with a person that you can compromise with or even someone that thinks almost similar to you, Mm -hmm. you know? So when you have a situation where you're with somebody that's not necessarily open-minded, then you get to the point where you're dealing with somebody that's just basically 
it's you know they just have the child to hold on to something to have access to you personally mm -hmm. so i don't know in those type of cases definitely i feel like if you can prove that you did not want to shout i don't feel like they should pay child support mm -hmm. honestly i feel that especially if i gave you money to abort the child, whatever the case, and it was your decision to have the child, that's what you wanted personally. Mm -hmm. No, I don't feel like they should have to, depending on the situation, okay, we both chose to lay down and have sex, raw, whatever the case. But as far as it going the next step, you know what I mean? I just feel like, you know what I mean? Just Like I said, if I told you, sweetheart, you know, this is not the best option for me right now or us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Y'all be having kids with people y'all don't necessarily even know just because y'all want to and y'all like the idea of them. But later down the line, now you hate this person because you didn't know certain things about them. And that be necessarily as far as how they act or how they communicate and different things or whatever the case. Y'all be having sex with people after two weeks or something like that. And then it's like the communication level is different or certain things like that. Or I felt people say, you know, like once sex happened or something like that, then, oh, you've changed or you acting funny, you're acting differently or something like that. But mm -hmm. y'all be having sex after two days or two, three weeks or even something like that, you know, two weeks or so. Even in that time frame is not really enough to know a person and know how they move necessarily on a regular basis. So therefore it's like you getting a generic version of them. So whatever you get is what you get. So you either choose to deal with it or you move on. Mm -hmm. That's on you. If you don't take the proper precautions to get to know a person and even when we're just talking on the phone a lot of times <clears throat> that's not enough. So therefore y'all be saying y'all in these traps and then be want to be upset. Go sit in the corner. Who going through it, though? Let Cry me know. Cry about it. You want to get that off your chest today. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> or yesterday. A lot of people. Honestly. A lot of people. That's funny. Yes. Y'all yeah. be all right, A lot man. of people have kids with people they barely know. I'm trying to tell you. Get an abortion. That nigga not going to stay. <laughs> Y'all better understand. That nigga was a rolling stone. Some, that's not what it is. Then y'all be trying to find a babysitter every weekend and be mad. Don't nobody want to watch a little badass okay, kid. Okay, then I'm telling y'all, they be horrible, and y'all be thinking somebody want to watch them. Then you have another one, and it's like, okay, when you already had so much trouble finding a babysitter for the first one, why you going to have another one? Who you think going to want to watch two of your badass kids? You know, why is it that niggas that can't, tear, tank, can't take care of kids, I know how to talk, <laughs> want a thousand kids? <laughs> Like, it's always the nigga like, bro, your one child man, is terrible. Like, you struggling already. And so out why your mouth, would you bring you say, another one in this world? Nah, I for sure got to have another baby. I want, like, five, six kids. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what? All, <laughs> like, you was barely taking care of yourself. Right. Then you the... brought a kid along. You barely taking care of that one. Now you about to bust out another one. Calm right. down. What the hell? Your kid is five years old, can roll better than me, <laughs> and you, up, you want another one. Calm down. Like, you tripping, man. I get it. Oh, and that ladies, ladies, on y'all end, stop having a thousand kids. That's not cute. You want a thousand kids, and then you want a, you want a nigga to take care of them, and then if he don't want to take care of your kids, he, he childish, your little boy. I'm sorry, but I just want, like, I swear to life 
I'm just like, if I do get there, I just pray that I don't have an ugly child. Because I, I'm not one to be very, like, I don't lie. I'm bad with the lying. So it's like, I would tell them, they kid, outfit nice, the hair, all that. Like, they got a head full, you know, mm. head full of hair, baby. Like, but cute, I would not say if it's not that. It's just like, and I pray to my heart that that do not happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, I don't know. And I'm not, like, this be my whole thing. Because I know ugly people that are confident, but in a sense, they know they're not that cute. You know what I mean? But I know people that are not that cute but really believe in their heart that they is. So, therefore, it's like, as a parent, when you do have a child, do you just make yourself believe that the baby is cute? Or do you know that you then messed up, you know? So. <laughs> they just hope for the best. Like, she going to grow into, you know, something like that. They say that all the time. Here's the problem. I feel like, this is something y'all do too. Women tend not to tell their friends they ugly. Okay, see. Niggas will for sure let their ugly homie know, nigga, you ugly. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's why that you know why every time we go out you come home hungry, cause you ugly. Mm. That's why. Mm-mm. But you but but you a man, so I feel like ugly men can get off better than ugly women can. See, but y'all say it in a joking way too, though. So it's like I don't know. But it's in a serious situation. <laughs> like if we all if we come home and you the only nigga dry, you ain't your phone is quiet. Okay. Nigga, you ugly. True. That's why. Ain't a, don't worry what's your ugly ass. That's what it is. See, like, okay, what I'm going to say is, I, okay, I'm a, I'm, I'm very brutally honest. I'm mm-hmm. not, never been shy to speak on anything, ask anything, say anything. So, but what I do understand is the sensitivity of other people. Knowing who I be around, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't feel like I have no just ugly but ugly friends, but it's them in times where they look ugly or something like that. I'm like, girl, I don't like that hairstyle on you, mm-hmm. or I don't like your outfit or something like that. Now, that is easy. I don't mind telling my friends that mm-hmm. because I'm a real person. You know what I mean? And certain times, I know how I feel being as a person that, like, we be talking about people. You know what I mean? Or some, Like, everybody have a little joke. Everybody didn't, you know, talk some mess about somebody. So, therefore, it's just like, girl, if I'm sitting here and got a couple jokes in my brain, I know somebody else got going to have some jokes if we go out, like, so I just like, girl, mm, fix that. Or mm-hmm. don't wear that. Or I don't like that. You know what I mean? Because if you got a big friend, she busting out of something. It be you the big homegirl, too. Know. Yeah, you need to let her know. Y'all you be, be lying y'all, to the big homegirl. Don't be letting them wear that two small stuff, keys. Oh, my God. Y'all be lying to the, the big homegirl. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> looking like muffin top. Like, chill out, bro. Y'all be just chill, lying. Chill out. 
chill out. You cannot wear what your homegirl wearing. A lot of times, y'all be like, girl, what you wearing? You know what I mean? Because I do that to my homegirls just to see what type of time we on. Mm -hmm. So I don't overdress nobody or nothing like that. Or I be like, girl, I'm wearing heels tonight just to let you know. Uh, but whatever. You know what I mean? You give your, your homegirl a heads up type match, which I'm mm -hmm. not opposed to. But listen to me. I'm going to tell you easily. Especially if we get dressed all together or whatever, you just better hope you got a spare outfit because I'm just, t I'm telling you, like, or even it's like, depending on where we're going, it might be warm somewhere or something. I know it's going to be hot or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I mean, like, I have certain friends who I know hair is going to look a certain way or anything. So when I, even when I was younger, and I used to go out probably, like, from around the 16, 17, 18 age. That's when I really started doing hair and, like, doing my own hair for real. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have friends that wouldn't always look the best. And I'm not going to say, you know what I mean, it's not nothing wrong with her. At the end of the day, it wasn't for me to be judgmental, but I would just help them out, like, because you coming out with me. So in the same sense... I've found people to be jealous of their friends or whatever. Like, I would rather you look like that because I don't want you to look better than me or something. Mm -hmm. Versus we all going out together. Girl, we need to look good as a unit. I'm sorry. So if I got to touch up a little edges or flip a little hair, you know what I mean? Do a little makeup, whatever. Your eyebrows don't look right. I don't care. Even I didn't let people borrow my clothes, whatever the case. Like, girl, you need to wear this or I got something for you to put on for real, for real. Because, friend, we all look like this. And you just have to find a way to present it instead of it being like being harsh. And that's why I feel like you said, like, dudes can do it more easily and it's more accountable for because when females do it sometimes, it don't be genuine or it's more or less like how they come off with it. Mm -hmm. So I know certain friends that I can talk to any kind of way, and mm -hmm. I know certain friends that I have to talk to with some sense because mm -hmm. sometimes I talk like I don't got no fucking sense, freaking sense, mm -hmm. So, which is the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's just like, okay, if I know that I'm telling somebody a uh, some sensitive information or whatever the case and it's not to me personally but I know that they might take it a type of way you know mm -hmm. what I mean you gotta find a way to say it and not really seem like you coming off as a you know a messed up person it's just like girl I think you should put this on instead cause this accents certain things or whatever mm -hmm. you know what I mean in the same sense it's just like that shirt don't go with them boots or whatever you know that, but you just suggest it in a different type of way. Not necessarily telling her, like, that don't go together. So that's the way I go about it. I feel it. I understand. If necessary. But it's certain it. of my friends, I can just be like, girl, now where's you going with all your favorite stuff on? Like, because they have a top on, uh, some pants that don't match, and some shoes, or uh, whatever the case. It is like, <laughs> you got on this winter jacket. Like, girl, we not doing that. So... You know, therefore, it's like, you know, you just, it depends on the friend for me. But I definitely do not mind. I done had to tell people they was a little musty. Like, girl, you got a little twinge now. Okay. Hey, friend. You know, but if you are a friend, you should be able to do that. And that's the same thing. Like, dudes, I feel like y'all more like, y'all had that homie aspect where y'all, you know, it's like a brotherhood type thing. So y'all don't necessarily feel 
like a person coming for you or something like that. It's just like, oh, you you genuinely just looking out. Like, thanks, bro. Not even on no bull crap, but you know. It's that, and it's. I feel like when females, when y'all go out, y'all don't really have roles. Like all y'all do, but not really. Like all y'all think y'all be the one, and all y'all ain't the one. Okay. When a group of niggas go out, mm-hmm. they know. Okay, this nigga, he don't. He always trying to be the prettiest nigga, so we gotta let him go by himself because he gonna snatch everything up. Right. This nigga over here, he's the best talker. He put the words together. He, okay. He's no okay. So he's got the one that's gonna go set everything up. Doggy bone right here. He the closer. He the one that know where all the spots <laughs> is at. This and that. So when the girls come in, he know where to go. He can tell right. who want to go where and who want to go where. That part. Okay. Dog over here, he not the best looking nigga, so he has to be the funniest nigga, even okay. if he ain't funny. We just gonna set him up so he seemed like the funniest nigga. Right. We gonna help the niggas like the niggas not gonna. I feel it. The funny nigga not gonna try to be the cute nigga. That's not his role. The, the cute and nigga see, not gonna try to be the funny nigga. And that's nigga. why I said too. Like I feel like where it's the same sense as a female telling a friend where they don't necessarily look good. Like mm-hmm. they gonna let her go out like that because they want to look better. And like you said, they all want to be the one. Where you got a big girl that's gonna wear something skimpy because she trying to stand out too. But it's like wear something that look good on you, not that necessarily just look good like yeah the outfit look nice but you don't have the body for it you know so do y'all got somebody that entertain the ugly person in the group like mm-hmm. if it's a group of dudes y'all got somebody that's for the ugly dude because we got that i feel like y'all be too proud for that no not necessarily too proud because okay i'm just be honest like i i like to hang around people that are genuine so mm-hmm. therefore it's like even if okay like as grown people you know, like, if you want to mess somebody or you don't. So, therefore, you know how to engage in conversation and you know where to lead the conversation. Therefore, it's not giving mixed signals. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to deal with a person or you're not or you just talking to them to entertain them. Mm-hmm. So, I have people around me that are like that. So, therefore, it's necessary, like, no matter what type of person or people or group we about to be around, our people that's, you know what I mean, they're not going to be disrespectful. They're not going to feel away. But they still going to make people feel comfortable. They ain't going to engage in conversation. They're going to be like, ugh, nothing like that. But it's like, if they choose to get your number, that's on them. You know? It's not like a forced thing or anything like that. So, therefore, it's just, you know, everybody just in a mutual space, pretty much. So, depending on who you speaking with, you know what I mean? Y'all get on the level of what y'all want to do. And if a person asks you for your number and you're not really feeling it, you know, my friends know how to decline politely, not be on a rude stuff or nothing like that. So, that's why I have the people around me that I do because I don't really like messy situations. I don't like drama. And the people that I'm around know that. So, therefore, it's like you're not going to be in a situation where one time you're going to do something stupid versus, okay, I'm going to just play it right and move this type of way because I would rather still hang around. You know what I mean? Because you already know if you do something retarded, you're not going to be around me no more. So, people think before they do things and I like that. So, therefore, like I said, I'm pretty sure other people that I keep around though. So, I don't have to question that. So, it'll never be a dumb situation. Because some men can't take rejection. Therefore, it's like, before you know it, now I got to defuse the situation or argument between Two people, you know? You done had to flip the script on you. Like, you ugly anyway, and be this and be that. So, you know, you just have to know how to... I love that. Yes. 
That's get it. you there. I'm with it. Yeah, That's I'm with it. I feel. I don't do and that, but I'm like, I love what it's doing, though. You know what I mean? Like, you just wanted my number, though. Like, of course, but that's what it be. And it's just like sometimes you have to, you know, just know how to dis- dissolve a situation instead of necessarily, like, what I feel like people do sometimes, even men, is they approach be or they decline make it seem like they better than that person mm-hmm. versus just like I'm not interested and then on the other end I feel like sometimes y'all just have to be accepting of that I feel like some people don't necessarily when they've been rejected or something or a person just simply isn't interested necessarily you don't know what they have going on it just might not be the right time for them you know what I mean but you just particularly might not be in their best interest and there's been times where you'll get a person number or something like that and y'all really don't even text or you don't speak to them, y'all don't really talk. It's like you didn't got this person number for nothing. But mm-hmm. necessarily they might not have necessarily really was interested or wanted to talk to you, but you forced it. And then you wonder why you don't really hear from this person. So therefore it's just like let a situation just be what it be. And people don't take rejection okay sometimes. And that's just how I feel. Yeah, I feel it. Fellas, um, I always recommend the long game, yo. A lot of you niggas, a lot of you niggas like throwing money at something. Oh, yes. One time mm-hmm. or a couple times and then you broke. And I feel like if you lead with money, you going in the wrong way. Oh, my God, Keith. Thank like, you so much. Uh, that's, that's. I'm going to tell y'all now for sure. If you do come money to a lot of these females from jump, that's what they going to want or expect Every time, or that's the only time they're going to hit you up necessarily is when they need something. Mm. If you throw that as your strong suit, like, okay, baby, I can do X, Y, and Z for you, that's what you're going to get every time. So mm. if you don't just come good vibes and personality and that's what they want around, but the money be a little bonus, sprinkle that junk here and there. You don't have to lead with that if you, you know, if you know what you're doing. Please. Free game, fellas. Some of you niggas work on you, because a lot of you niggas is trash. Now, you're not going to be the greatest (laughs) nigga to ever live like myself, but you can be close to that. You know what I'm saying? Work on you. Work on, you know what I'm saying? If you're a funny nigga, I'm hilarious. Dub, no, I'm funny as hell. Work on that. Be a funny nigga. You know what I'm saying? If if you uh, an athletic nigga, do a backflip for no reason. I mean, do something. You know, lift a a chick up in the club. It is what it is, you know? Yeah, be that nigga. If you got, especially if you got a little small one. If she, if you walk past her, she not even in your way, but just (laughs) move her out your way just so she can know it could be that way if if, if need be. You need to work on y'all, man. Yes. Y'all just gotta do things. And ladies, I just want y'all to know it's okay to send a fella a drink in the club, you know? You don't always have to expect a man to buy you a drink. Men Mm -hmm. like to be spoiled sometimes too. Right. Treat a man. It's not. It's. It's. You know what I mean. You just don't know that one drink just might be something because I've had a lot of men tell me they've never had women buy them a drink, and that little small drink can get you the world in return just because they've never had that simple stuff. So just let y'all know, free game too. So Keith, we only got like two minutes left. Old school or new school era music? Which one you watching with more? Old school R and B. I hate like late. Anything from late 90s on, I don't like R&B-wise, mm-hmm. really. It's like some exceptions. Um, and I don't mind new school hip-hop. I prefer, like, 90s, mid-2000s hip-hop. Yeah. I don't mind hip-hop today. I hate R&B right now. Okay. Bet. 
I'm going to have to say I kind of feel definitely the same. I'm definitely more of an old school person, even when I'm, like, getting my vibes. But I have my new school music that I can't listen to, of course, because what they play in the club type junk. But Mm -hmm. when I'm majority at the house vibing, I'm uh, old school, definitely R&B. But new school is certain rap I mess with, but even the old school rap, I'm even with, like, mm-hmm. the Snoop Dogg era, the Warren G, all that type of mess. Mm-hmm. is That'd be my job. Luda, everything. But it's just, they earlier, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot. Definitely a lot of music. So many artists, but even on both ends. From 70s, 80s, 90s for me, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. 2000s, kind of up. I mean, it was there. It's certain songs that stand out for me, mm-hmm. for sure. But I could listen to some 80s, 90s tracks just all the way straight through and be jamming and put me in a good mood, put me in a positive, mm-hmm. you know, motivational spirit. So It's gotten worse since I started working here. Like, I really need my R&B now working mm-hmm. here. Because I hear to, like, I'm starting to hear how similar a lot of y'all niggas yeah. sound. Not necessarily rap, but just the sound and the yeah. feel of the songs be the same. And that'd be crazy all day, every day. So And not that, not only that, too, I was talking to somebody last night. Basically, like, I just feel like when you used to listen to old school music, though, songs was the at the least five minutes. Songs used to be like six, seven, a dang near eight minutes with this person had a solo, you got a drum, drums in the middle, whatever the case. They didn't had a whole different song. Like, you didn't had a, a 30 second whole different beat drop, everything. And then they come back to the other song. You know what I mean? Like, so music was different to me back then because, you know, it, it just was that. So, like I said, nowadays they make a one-minute, two-minute track, and it's like, y'all wonder why y'all got so many albums or so many EPs and mixtapes because y'all giving people snippets of little bull crap, you know, at least a three-minute song, at least, like, you, especially the upcoming artists. I feel like you're supposed to be showing your talent, so show me what you're working with. That little one-minute stuff, like, I can make a couple, I mean, come on, I can do 30 bars. Mm -hmm. That's not really nothing to me. And some of the raps be ABC type joint. So it's just like, mm, okay. And then y'all say a lot of the stuff repetitive and put it in a different format, but y'all still saying the same things y'all said in the last song. Mm-hmm. So just don't make y'all lyrical to me. It just, you know. It's all the same thing. Catch a nigga over here, do something to him. Mm-hmm. I got this much money and this is what I spent it on. Mm-hmm. Forget the ops. Freak this much shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, it's just, come on. We got it. We got it. <clears throat> but, hey, I ain't no hater. I got a few people I listen to. And, um, you know, it's certain songs that stick out to me necessarily or something like that, even. So, I might not like a whole album. I ain't been able to like a whole album in a little while. But, um. The last whole album I like, I think, was Silk Sonic. Okay. Like the whole entire album. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm not I don't have Lady London new little album mixtape for her junk just drop. I love it from start to finish. But you know, it be it be seldom. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
before. I would, especially when you had an iPod and stuff like that. <laughs> you used to have, you know, the whole you you had the whole album, so it was easy to be able to know songs that wasn't released or certain things like that. But it's some certain artists that I don't know a lot of they unreleased music or only songs I know of is what the radio player of them. Mm. So I ain't gonna lie, like G Herbo. NBA young boys type. It's not nothing I necessarily like search for type. Mm. So that's it. But I feel it. All right, y'all. I'm running over. It's time for me to get up out of here. Make sure you guys tune in on tomorrow, same time, twelve noon. I will see you guys then. Me and Keith will be in this thing. Yes. We just might have a special guest. I'm gonna keep y'all posted on that. But it is the plug radio. It's 88.1, and y'all know we run Detroit. We are out.